0: In the early 2000s, Peter Jackson gave us arguably one of the greatest trilogies ever made. Uh, some people will say Star Wars is. Other people will say that the Lord of the Rings was. Uh, narrative speaking, uh, I am in the camp that, yes, Lord of the Rings, I think, is amazing. Um, uh, it's a great story. It is probably one of the best adaptations, uh, literally, uh, literarily if that is a word <laughs> i can possibly think of <laughs> and i think it is absol- an absolute masterpiece whether you watch the theatrical versions or the extended they are an absolute masterpiece a couple years later not so much but i think that uh after tonight i think you'll see that uh when hollywood came a calling and they needed uh, some Peter Jackson help with their Hobbit fiasco, they were able to make something brilliant and hope you enjoy. Uh, Strap in kids, we're talking about the very first part of a very small trilogy called The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. I hope this radical, radical intro song covers up my clunky openings. <laughs> I love this tune so much. Welcome everybody, you Be Kinder Rewinders.
1: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it's, it's got a nice ring to it. I like it. Be kinder rewinders. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am super stoked uh, for today. We are covering a movie that is I knew what we were gonna get to, and I am jacked. Uh, for the opportunity. Not only that, I am joined tonight with one of my favorite local performers here in town. Um, actually, I can't even say a local performer. She's performed all over the place, and she hand she. Uh, I asked for uh, some background and, uh, for her, and she handed me uh, her her professional bio that she sent, and it's absolutely brilliant. So I'm just gonna see this. Ready? Lillian Stardust has been enchanting the heart of Boise since 2003. Stardust is a founding member of the Red Light Variety Show and over the years has helped to raise money through her art form for such places as Planned Parenthood, Alpha ALPHA, the Humane Society, Camp Rainbow Gold, and Idaho Rivers United. She opened for Primus on the Oddity Tour in 2009, is a Wikiwatchy trained mermaid, and is 157 years old oh my gosh uh the enchanting the alluring lillian stardust oh my gosh thank you so much for being here today
2: thank you i cannot
0: oh uh this is a real treat thank you welcome
2: thank you i'm excited to be here
0: (laughs) oh i'm glad i'm so glad uh i was i'll be honest i was shocked and like my jaw hit the, the floor. When you when you contacted me out of the blue and said, hey, I, you're doing some good stuff over here, and I'd like to be a part of that. I'm hoping that's what your inner monologue was. Totally. If Because uh, it was more like, hey, that thing you're doing, uh, I want in. And that was good <laughs> enough for me. So, Lillian, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. We are um, – and then Brett uh, has never seen this movie before, but – uh, I'm excited for what he has to add because uh, he's, he's he's a pretty smart guy, and uh, we oh, have thank something. thank you. <laughs> oh, please, and, <laughs> <laughs> yes, go on. <laughs> our pod, our podcast, Padawan uh, can be here tonight, and that's okay because oh, I'm just so excited to get into this um, uh, to this movie, uh, A Hobbit: An Unexpected Journey, Part One of Three, uh, a pamphlet compared to the uh, Lord of the Rings book. And they were able to stretch this out to 12 hours of movie, and I think it is absolutely wonderful. Lillian, you, this was not the mo- the original movie that we discussed. Uh, this is kind of one that we uh, kind of fell onto. You hadn't seen it before until this week. No. Oh, wait. You had I, I seen had it. I hadn't seen
2: it, just not in a while.
0: Well, not in a while. That's mm-hmm. right. That's and I didn't right. own it, so now I do. God, I'm going. All three. <laughs> <laughs> We take pride in not illegally streaming things on this show. <laughs>
2: no. We don't always do. <laughs> I heard about your dad and his typewriter labeling. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's great. <Yeah. laughs>
0: uh, so what were your thoughts of The Hobbit? I mean, you, you you told me you were a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what were your thoughts of The Hobbit then, when you first saw it and then revisiting this one?
2: Um, I mean, overall, love it. I think there's... It's interesting to go back in time, but have the characters actually look older, like Gandalf
1: Mm -hmm.
2: looks older in The Hobbit, which kind of, I was, you know, I'm all for um, today, people's imperfections, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. in
2: movies in the 80s, you see a lot of that yellow teeth, crooked teeth. Uh, There's, you know, somebody who's playing a 30 year old looks 40. You know there's lots of gray hair and there
0: was not a single person from <laughs> beverly hills 90210 in high school when the show right. started
2: yeah but it seemed weird to me to be going backwards and and he had like the really you know aging aging face and then legolas is uh just like super i don't know it looks like he had cheek implants and super I guess plastic um, and that's in the other one, not in the, um, Yeah, he Yeah, he's not in this the, one, the but...
0: Unexpected Journey. But that's that's a good call, because that was one of the things that stood out to me.
1: Mm-hmm. I was, guess he's an elf.
0: Yeah. He, he's an elf, so you can explain that away. Um, that's what really stood out to me, was here here they are almost 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the big, you know, a lot of the cast members come back uh, to replay these roles that made some of them like more of a household name than they would have been.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I just don't, other than like, I'm trying to think like, did really Orlando Bloom, what came, Lord of the Rings come out first or did um, uh, Pirates come out
3: first? I think it was Pirates, wasn't
0: it? Uh,
3: no, I think Black Pearl, I think Black Pearl came out in like 05 or something like 05? that. Mm-hmm. Maybe sooner than that, but
0: uh, regardless. like, I don't just, believe uh, you. I, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't believe myself either. But yeah, it was cool to see them come back um, and how they did have to digitally age or de-age some of them. Yeah. 2003. And 2003, okay. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the first, the but Lord of the Rings came
3: out in... Uh, 02? 01? 01? Uh, this is terrible. <laughs> uh, Fellowship came out in 2001. Okay. And then 2002, 2003. Uh, so. Okay, cool. So... Yeah, maybe sort of,
0: you know, it got some more people in front of, I guess, Orlando Bloom Bloom of all the people. But to see the digital de-aging was pretty interesting in, especially like old Bilbo and Frodo at the beginning, which Mm -hmm. was a delight, I think, to Mm -hmm. see to actually start that the same day. Like, I'm going to go run into Gandalf. Yeah. Like, we know where that picks off. I mean, that's like iconic. Yeah. Like that started off a huge thing for a lot of us when we first found those movies. Stowed to see to mm-hmm. see that earlier in the day, I thought it was just wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. to see. I enjoyed see.
2: that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and the uh, just thankfully, like a lot of those folks are still with us at the time mm-hmm. to do that. Especially, especially the 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 big scene at Rivendell with Sauron. And Cate uh, Blanchett's character, and Gandalf, and Elrond, all of them back together—that mm-hmm. just gave me goosebumps when that, when I first saw that scene. More so the other night when I rewatched this movie because I was with you. I hadn't seen I'd seen it once when it first came out, and then that was the last time I had sat and watched it. Mm-hmm. And it's to go back and rewatch it has been really fun, and I think that it's it's better than people give it credit for. For sure, especially that scene of all four of them back together when they're discussing the necromancer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so wonderful, so wonderful, yeah. So they got Christopher Lee back uh, in the in the first Hobbit there, Brett Madison, That's what you're missing. So maybe you should watch this.
3: Can I ask you guys a question? Please do. Are, are either of you like familiar with the books at all?
2: Um, <clears throat> I brought my copy. I see it
3: sitting here on the table.
0: But I... no, I have never read the book.
2: I read it in, I think, gosh, they had us reading it in like fourth grade, and it was so hard for me to follow. Mm -hmm. I loved it. You know, I love high fantasy. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to hear more about the elves. I wanted to hear more about the dwarves. I Mm -hmm. enjoyed that, but I also was, I remember being very confused about all their names. Um, I remember the mountain scene when the mountains come alive, Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. and I wanted more of that. I felt like the rest of it, I kind of got lost. And um,
3: Had you have you read the book? I re- I read it around the same time, mm-hmm. uh, like like fourth or fifth grade or something like that. Yeah. You know, and uh, I was like, oh my god, this is the most boring thing I've ever read in my life. <laughs> I <laughs> know. And yeah. then somebody told me that there was more. They were like, oh, but have you read the Lord of the Rings? And I was like, no, and I don't want to. Why would <laughs> I want to do that? <laughs> yeah, they're longer. <laughs> they expanded on that, <laughs> yeah. so it's like even more boring. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've seen the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Uh, but not a lot and I think they're okay. They're not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um and I haven't seen any of the Hobbit movies, but I did know that there's a lot of characters that are in uh the Hobbit movies like Legolas mm-hmm. and uh Saruman and all all them that were not <clears throat> in the Hobbit book. Correct. Right? Cuz like yeah. Legolas wasn't in the book, right? Correct.
0: Yeah. Uh Legolas wasn't and I and he has a, a lady friend in it that, uh, to real Whoa. who's not in the book either.
2: Yeah. And I want to say in the, uh, gosh, I was reading it today, but, um, something that I read and I don't know how true it is, but, um, there's only two women even mentioned in the really? Hobbit. Oh yeah. Um, or in his original writings or something like that. Maybe that's what it was. Um, and it's... Uh, oh, what is her name? Find it. It's... I don't know. The mother um, took... Belladonna took... Uh, she's mentioned. Belladonna took. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then... Um, mentioned. The, mentioned yeah, yeah. She's mentioned. I think she's in the portrait like above his fireplace or something in the painted, which in I... The,
0: he does mention in the movie... But isn't even the movie, it's a guy, isn't it? The portrait that he is mentions? It? Yeah, because he drops a bombshell that technically Frodo and Miriam Pippin would be... Um,
4: uh, Where it would
0: have been distant, color- related, distant yeah. cousins. Yeah. I mean, all of the hobbits would have probably been related at some point, but...
2: Yeah, yeah, um, and then apparently the two twins, dwarves, Feely and Kili, Yeah. Um, that they actually have a mother because there's a the whole thing about like how there's no dwarf women um and what i was reading today was her name is dis dis uh-huh and um <laughs> Who yeah is? I, I know. yeah <laughs> <laughs> twin dwarves who's this mm-hmm. um yeah and they're you know related to the dwarf thorin i guess that hits his nephews or something so thorin's sister dis but you know this thing that i was reading today was saying that those are the only two women mentioned although um, I wish I would have read this this week, but, um, I don't. Yes. If... Please read the book. <laughs> Watch all 12 <laughs> hours of
0: this movie. <laughs> I'm trying Put to do my Put your life research. on hold <laughs> for the show. Uh, but yeah. The, um, well, I'll tell you that in high school we did, uh, The Hobbit, uh, as a play oh, and what? we did it. <laughs> yeah. We basically did three scenes. The scene where they all show up at Frodo's house, uh-huh. at Bilbo's house. Yeah. The scene where they they stumble into the caves for the very first time, and then when when Bilbo meets Gollum. So um, I will tell you that I had my line. uh, We found a dry cave because I played Feely or Keeley. I cannot remember, (laughs) and that was my line from The Hobbit. We found a dry cave. Uh, Thank you. Good work. I know, right? I I know. (laughs) Now you know why I lettered in high school. I had a store manager uh, at my company uh, laugh in my face when I told her that I lettered in the theatrical arts in high school and laughed in my face. She thought that was the like the most ridiculous uh, waste of time that she had ever heard. <laughs> and this was like the, the, the very top of the chain in my stores manager that said this to me. Fun fact: A it's few months later, yeah, it is whack as hell. Fun fact: a, a couple months later, she was no longer with the company. And I ran into her selling hot dogs at a basketball game at the pavilion. So, yeah, I that. hope you're listening I'll, to this. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. You love me? you lost six
3: figures, my lady. <laughs> I'll take thirty hot dogs. <laughs> I <laughs> show my Letterman jacket. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I believe this says that there is no limit to these $1 hot dogs at this game. Is. I also lettered in hot dog. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I like to eat them like Slimer. <laughs> that was so gross. All right, so back to the Hobbit. Uh, there is a lot of... Uh, I've, researching this there's a lot of subculture and this is just kind of something I knew about the different characters and it's it's the easy line to make is Bilbo Frodo and Samwise and everyone's come to the conclusion that out of all these characters Samwise was by far the best most I mean if, if a classic story is a hero's journey it's Samwise mm-hmm more so than I think anybody else. He has the biggest arc. By far. Yeah. And the very worst character, and oddly the one that I identified the most with, was Bilbo. Bilbo, for lack of a better word, is a piece of shit <laughs> for most. <laughs> he really, really is. And uh, I love the, with this movie, I loved the repeatedly Thorin Oakenshield, who is just a badass in this flick. Repeatedly just tells him to his face how much he hates him and is <laughs> yeah. pissed that he's he's there on their uh, on their adventure, but he doesn't like. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit, and I'm gonna leave. And then he ends up staying anyway. And this happens two or three times. Yeah, throughout the course, it's almost like it gets kind of tiresome mm-hmm. until the big. Oh no, we're actually glad you're here, but I don't remember. I. I the the one thing i could say is like i don't know why he was so like what he did in that scene uh with the goblin king which i think i want to get to the goblin king a little bit too because that i loved the goblin king in this flick but i i don't know and maybe you can you can speak to that lillian but like repeatedly thorne Oakenshield tells him to go f off (laughs) he continues this he's he does stay and then at the end he's you know he's Thorne's glad that he stayed, mm-hmm. but I don't remember exactly what, what it was the... the heroic thing that he did, because he re- fell. Mm-hmm. He fell off the scaffolding with that other, and that's where he runs into Gollum. Yeah, while the rest of them fight the Goblin King.
2: Yeah, and I think what happens is that when he goes and runs into Gollum, I mean they have the whole riddle back and forth. Mm-hmm. And he finds the ring. Yeah. And realizes that he can wear it to become invisible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I might have taken a nap <laughs> <in> during that <laughs> section, but I uh, woke up, you know, and I think what he manages to save him somehow because he's invisible. And then he's able to sneak up back into the group mm. when they've gathered, you know, before they um, get saved by the Eagles.
0: That's right. He does. He does come down. That's right. Yeah. He cl- climbs off the down the from the tree uh, to fight to, to fight the goblins and he turns invisible and that gives them the upper hand mm-hmm. or as much as they can until eagles come in the, the dosex machine, the eagles come to save
3: them.
1: Yeah. There's eagles one. in this one too. There Giant is eagle. Eagles. Yeah.
3: Talk Giant eagles. Them. Okay, well yeah. so I've got I've got an issue with that because <laughs> Okay. Is there, there is there so there's like the I know there's like the thing that people are like, well, why didn't you just fly? Why yes. wouldn't you just fly to Mount Doom in Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, right. yeah. because and then so, but that can kind of be like uh, uh glossed over because it could be like, well, the eagles can only come at like certain times or like it might right. take like a certain like the I have Sauron would have so, seen them something yeah. maybe, but like the fact that there's now there's eagles and. Three of the movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what it's the like hell.
3: Yeah, it's like yeah, there, no. there's eagles all over the place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because there's there is some 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 different speculations on that. And some people say why didn't he fly? Well, because the Eye of Sauron would have seen him. Some people will argue, Gollum tells uh, Gandalf tells them to when he's laying there and he says, "Fly, you fools!" Mm-hmm. He's telling them to fly there before he falls off the scaffolding and mm-hmm. fights uh, and fights the ball rock
3: mm-hmm. but how would they know exactly
0: like they're it's a like, stretch oh. it's a stretch yes he but... said fly let's get some giant well, eagles. eagles for no <laughs> that we've never no. well yeah none of the people in at that point in this movie had, had would have been We're we're present.
3: I'm not that hung up on it, but I just I do think it's interesting that there seems to be giant eagles all over Middle (laughs) (laughs) Earth. No, I'm glad because the the eagles are a lot more.
0: They're a lot more prevalent in this. Like the the one thing about this movie is that there's a lot more because it was so animated that they are there's there's a lot more in detail. They there's just a whole ton of action sequence with the Eagles. I mean, they're picking things up They're People they're throwing goblins around. Like it's a thing Mm -hmm. Hmm. almost to the detriment of it in certain parts, especially like when it gets longer in the trilogy, like in the second and the third part. uh, And you've seen it online. I know you have where Legolas is running and the bridge is falling and there's no way he would keep running. I mean, it's, 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 we're not supposed to be, you know, we're not supposed to talk bad about it, but it's pretty, it's pretty awful. Um, (laughs) 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 <laughs> but <laughs>
2: <laughs> What can't you talk but, bad about? Are we not supposed to? What?
0: Well, the whole premise of the show is the Be Kind Rewind. Oh, I see. So we oh, okay. try to like always kind of be this, you know, celebrate the silver linings of the silver screen, okay. we say. But when you see something that's a turd, you got to point it out. It's like, no, that's kind <laughs> of dumb. <laughs> uh, but the Eagles in this, you know, again, to point it out, it is kind of like, like I said, a Dos Ex Machina to where they just happen to show up and they're not talked about before there's nothing about them then all of a sudden they just there's they're in a predicament and oh lo and behold these eagles will help you mm-hmm. for no reason i mean it's like it couldn't get any more dire oh good well we were saved to the last minute so. right <laughs> yeah. and
2: you know i kind of wish too that they had started from the beginning that they had started with the hobbit you know, the unexpected journey instead of making the Lord of the Rings as the first trilogy. Hmm. Um, only because of, I kind of feel a little let down, you know, you, you, you see the little dose of Eagles in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, then they're in this one, a whole bunch. And I don't know, just kind of that back and forth. I I would have rather it started here. I think that,
0: I don't know. I, I'm going to, uh, agree to disagree I think Lord of the Rings I think was the right choice to make because there is more different characters and That's different true. types of characters yeah. One of the things about this that to me gets kind of muddy is that there's like 12 or 14 dwarves and yeah. it's just a big pile of dwarf. <laughs> I don't say this
3: very often, but that's too many dwarves. That's <laughs> way too many dwarves.
0: Like I'm, I, I, I wish we had a, 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 you know, a dozen or so in here, but yeah. <laughs>
3: that's, too ma- that. that's, that's way too many characters just for a movie in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and there are yeah, a lot of characters.
0: It's a lot so. of characters. There's a lot of similar sound, like Keeley and Feely and mm-hmm. Dorim and Goyim. Like there's... They Dory, all kind nori. Of Dory, Nori, yeah, they yeah. all kind of uh, rhyme, and so, yeah. Screen wise, like you just kind of like, okay, you kind of recognize them by kind of how they look, but there's really no interesting things about them as characters. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Lord of the Rings, you have time to to go through and talk about Gimli and yeah. Legolas and Merry and Pippin.
3: They're all different, like different races, races and reasons. sizes, yeah. Shapes.
0: So, yeah, that's uh, true. From like to see something cool, you're right. I think that the Hobbit could have been done first just as easily. And it probably wouldn't have been three movies. It would have been two or just one. Right. Cause I mean, if you, if you stack that next, I wish I had brought in the Lord of the Rings book if I knew you were going to bring that, mm-hmm. because yeah, that's thick, it's three inches thick. And yeah. that's really
3: small in comparison. They were able to get three movies out of that because mm-hmm. they had to pad so much. Yeah. Um, Why do you guys think they did that? Why do you think they turned it into three movies? um for money you think it was i think it's
0: literally yeah i think it was money and i think that because yeah it could have been done in two two books um but yeah i think it was just money it's my guess what do you think
2: yeah i guess that seems like you know yeah i would say that
0: and from what i understand the time i mean he had 10 years to make lord of the rings now, he had all the time he could, he had his own forge there in New Zealand. and then to make the Hobbit, it was all done mostly on sound stages because they just couldn't they didn't have the time to make so they wanted twelve hours of movie in two years, and you just can't do what you did. Yeah, um, But that being said, I think that where they spent their time, I think was awesome because even though you have like twelve or four however many dwarves there are, there is, if you go online, you can look at the different uh, costumes and each one is very intricate. They came up with a whole backstory for each individual dwarf. Everything that they wear means something, has a story Mm -hmm. to it, every pattern, none of the fabrics are the same. Each one has their own distinct look and distinct reason for every piece that they did. So the time they did spend on it, yeah. It is fascinating yeah. uh, when you when you start looking really close at him but unfortunately with this because he was just moving so fast yeah it's just piles of, of brown
2: yeah and
0: piles of gray it really is yeah I mean they they have them all onto one uh, the, the the trolls are sitting there cooking them over a fire and they're all tied into <laughs> one spit and you, they have all of them <laughs> and you can't tell one from the other, and that happens several times, and unfortunately to their detriment. But um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's just uh, other than the, the the obvious. Like, yeah, it probably was kind of a cash grab. It still came off, I think, really, really well. Yeah, and I, I, I love. Um, I think Martin Freeman did an amazing job so taking over good. that role. Yeah. Granted, he's playing Martin Freeman, so. You're gonna get, <laughs> you're gonna get uh, his character from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and just about every other thing <laughs> that he's ever been in. But right. it's he it reminds me, especially in this, uh, it's kind of a stretch. But to me, he looks and reminds me a lot of Mark Lynn Baker from Perfect Strangers, Cousin Larry. And yeah. I know you're. <laughs> to me, it's it it's that same exact. You know, because Cousin Larry wants to just live his simple life and right. the the mannerisms and everything to me, he just, to me, just kept reminding me of Cousin Larry a lot in this <laughs> flick and I love it. Yeah. He's, he's nervous. He, he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't have the optimism yeah. that Frodo definitely had. Frodo was like, all right, well, I guess I have to do this. I'll do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: he He's waiting for every opportunity he gets, he, he'd want to go back because he. And it's Gandalf that pushes him because he asked him questions about his fireworks years earlier. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I was uh, unsure of when they announced that he was going to play Bilbo. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. You know. But he really surprised me um, and did a great job, I think. And you know, well, actually, I mean, how kind of looks like him? Yeah, he does. He totally pulls virgin. it off. Like,
0: how badass we've got the DVD copy here in front. I was like, oh, he's holding Sting. And, yeah, I mean, how badass is that? That's just so yeah. cool. I love it.
2: Yeah, and he looks a little bit like Elijah Wood too. Mm-hmm. You know, like they could totally be related.
0: Totally. And, um, yeah, he kind of looks like a younger version of – and they, they could have easily just – okay, we'll just get Ian home, and we will just de-age him. But they got a whole right. new guy, and it works. It, it works perfectly. Um, I love it. We had – my oldest son, Miles, uh, had a cardboard cutout of Bilbo – uh, for some reason, like he was obsessed. Like he doesn't really even like. This isn't. He doesn't really sit and watch these movies at all. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: we were at Zerker's and they had all those cardboard cutouts, and he was just like, "Oh, that's I don't want that." So <laughs> cool. um, we always had a good scare around the house, moving Bilbo <laughs> and scaring the crap out of people at the house.
2: <laughs> um, need Gollum. That's the a...
0: holy crap. Yeah, he's oh, scary. Um, yeah, Gollum is scary, and in this one, he was a little bit more he was a little bit more not off-putting but scarier in this movie he was definitely had a bigger presence i don't know i don't i'm curious in your thoughts on this because yeah Gollum is in this andy circus is freaking amazing and he, it's just a different there's something different about him in this and obviously it's 60 years before we meet him in the lord of the rings He's a little bit younger a little bit more spryer he's mm-hmm. definitely a little bit more scary yeah, uh, not just in the looks, but just like I, you know, he's not just a, 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 a put upon like he is in Lord of the Rings. Like I, I'm really terrified. Like I don't want to be anywhere around someone like this. Like mm-hmm. he's so unhinged, freaky. What were your thoughts on on Gollum and on Andy Serkis in this?
2: Yeah, well, um, in this, you know, he's kind of got a pretty short section. Of yeah, he's
0: only Yeah, he's one. very Yeah, he's very uh, small It's almost like a cameo Which yeah. it's still It's pretty Big chunk of scene Or if it's, it's uh, Yeah, he fills it pretty iconic it. Scene. Yeah, he fills it. Yeah. it Yeah um,
2: He's, you know He's very obsessed With the precious And uh, his, <laughs> Which is funny That freak-outs. he Yeah, he
0: has these freakouts he's Obsessed with the precious But he doesn't check for it Like After a while You're like You're obsessed with this thing But you don't oh, check your pocket okay, Like we all know That yeah. he lost it yeah. This whole time he just totally forgot,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, yeah, he's just very much unhinged. Yeah, he's creepy. Um, he creepier. freaks me
2: out um, when he creeps around and his eyes glow. Yeah, uh, and he sneaks up on him mm-hmm. and wants to eat him. And then you know when he does the, my
1: precious,
2: and just is angry. <laughs> that was really good. I think that was I've really been good. Practicing. Yeah, that was oh. really good.
0: But yeah, it is it is a little bit more terrifying. Yeah. Kind of. Ooh gosh
2: and I think he um, in the Lord of the Rings gosh it's the Return of the Two Kings I think in that one he has a little freak out session in that mm-hmm. I'm you know ugh, I'm definitely like okay yeah Gollum's definitely one of my scariest He's scary player, guys scary. yeah so
0: yeah t- t- just in this just how much the presence he was in this film was very yeah I, I would not I would, yeah Lord of the Rings, uh, excuse me, The Hobbit. Gollum scared me a whole heck of a lot more than that, Just than especially when one. they were because he's he's more on it. He's more self aware. He's he's a lot more dangerous than. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see that he ages a lot in sixty years after he loses his ring. Yeah, and. But the hobbit doesn't.
1: Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. the Bill other one. Bilbo sure didn't age after. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then the other one in The Lord of the Rings, you know, he's because he's separated from it, he also, I think, is starting to kind of separate from, you know, a the two characters yeah. that he kind of is. Um, and you see some of that almost nicer side of him mm-hmm. in the other ones.
0: It's quicker in this, but yeah, it's definitely more. It, it's He jumps back and forth a lot in yeah. this one than he does in The Lord of the Rings. It's very more
1: separate
0: Mm -hmm. I thought it was rad yeah the the backstory leading to the the hobbit I really loved the the when they they talk about the goblins losing their their home to the dragon Uh, Smaug or whatever his name is Um, the goblin king Excuse me, not the Goblin King, but the Dwarf King. Um, I love did you notice his beard? He has like triangles, like
2: oh, yeah, his beard. Jewel thing. Yeah, this yeah.
0: bejeweled beard I thought was freaking amazing. Oh, yeah, I hadn't I was writing my notes when I was watching and I jotted that down and underlined and it because like, oh my gosh, that just looks cool. And you can tell that uh, you could t- is indicative of how much work they put into what they could put into. Mm-hmm. And that Dwarf King, his name.
1: Sorry. It's okay. (laughs)
0: That's fine. Um, The Dwarf King, uh, the look of him was really, really good. And I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned that. Oh, yeah, his beard was rad because he had these (laughs) cool triangles that kind of reminded me of um, like the little triangles that are on Mysterio's outfit in Spider-Man. These really Hmm. cool triangles. It's like an Art Deco look too. His beard was really cool. And I love the... The grandiose, even though it's very uh, animated, mm-hmm. like CGI. Yeah, uh, everything is done. You could tell they're all just standing in front of a green screen. Uh, the locations they still look good. I thought uh, the, the the not the mines of Moria, but the the Misty Mountains. The Misty Mount. Yeah, the 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 dwarf. Uh,
3: I can't remember
2: what the name of it is. Yeah, that's (laughs) how... I wish I would have made some notes. No, that's okay. (laughs)
0: Um, (laughs) uh, They just look cool, and they're very... Everything is uh, just super scale and huge. I can remember the first time we watched uh, The Lord of the Rings back in 2001. uh, To me, I thought that like when they went down to where they were building the orcs, deep underground, I thought, wow, that's really unnervingly big, like that seems bigger than it needs to be. And then you see this, like everything is huge and grandiose. And I don't know, it works. It totally, it totally looks really cool. And if you can just set aside the fact that you're looking at computer generated images, it just looks really cool. And I I love the, how sprawling it is. And it was really cool. Like I said, to see the things that we had, you know, we kind of left behind. You know, going knowing that before these came out, that Lord of the Rings was done. You know, we had spent a better part of a over a decade with these characters, so we'd spent time with in in Riverdale, uh, Rivendell, excuse me, (laughs) (laughs) Riverdale is something completely different. Yeah, so we were chasing (laughs) murderers with Archie. (laughs) (laughs) You, You know, you spend time with these characters and in these locations, and it was really cool to see. Some of them again and a different light, a little mm-hmm. bit younger, obviously, like River Rivendale still looked beautiful, still yeah. looked gorgeous. And some of those scenes that are they're taking place next to these rivers I don't know, it's just so pretty. It's and and pretty. I could see that, yeah, they, they lose some of their authenticity that they had in the first one, like with Rivendale. That to me, that always like, I, I love the Shire. And if, that's why I've always I've always wanted to go to New Zealand to see the, to see where they filmed these things, even though it's like, eh, it's just going to be a tourist trap at this point. But I don't know, was just I couldn't I just couldn't take my eye off just how cool and how pretty like River, Rivendell looked, and it was nice to go back to the Shire and see it all green and lush and young, and you just everything is is just super sleek and super colorful, like your memories would be, and you can if you couldn't, I don't know. To me, if you put your mindset of okay, so we are watching him tell a story, so it would be colorful and bright, and arguably ridiculous in scenes, especially when they uh, were you were you awake when uh, <laughs> <laughs> when they slid down the inside of the cave on the scaffolding, all of the dwarves they. The, with, uh, the scaffolding the that ground they, with, fell away and it yeah.
2: fell into the Goblin King's yes yeah when
0: they're fighting the Goblin King and then uh, yeah the scaffolding all breaks but there stays perfectly level all the way down to the ground <laughs> come on, <They're> <laughs> like right on everybody else tiny else's, little bridge or whatever yeah this little tiny bridge that makes it all the way down so everybody else is falling and everything's falling to the side but the one that they're all on is nice and and flat
2: yeah and is and that, and that that is again where Bilbo gets separated he doesn't land on that tiny little section of bridge he somehow rolled away or something yeah
0: well he fell earlier when he was uh fighting one of the little goblins it was like a little goblin that was chasing him yeah and then he falls and pinballs down oh okay to the ground and that's when he finds Gollum. this is happening during the Gollum scene and i just okay yeah that's that's where i kind of made amends with okay we're re, we're we're listening to an uh, an old hundred somewhat year old man tell a story, so it's going to be colorful and bright and all sorts of crazy things that probably didn't happen, and <laughs> <laughs> as as slakely as he he put it. So there's a there's a couple of things like that that was like whoa come on now, but it's still in that context of this old man telling a story.
2: Like, yeah, uh, one of the things you know kind of on that same thing is in the lord of the rings when they're at his party his 111th birthday uh-huh. and he's telling all the little hobbit children about the goblins and they were gonna uh-huh. squish us into jelly and uh-huh. then you hear the goblins say just exactly that uh-huh. during uh-huh. that scene in the hobbit that i loved that kickback you know those are those are some of the things that i did love about um getting the getting the hobbit out there
0: i had an amazing mind-blowing just my whole world shattered. And then it made sense to me seeing it. And then I could not see it. The Goblin King, when I first saw the movie, I'm like, yeah, okay, a big fat Goblin King, cool, whatever. There was something about it last night. I was like, who plays this? That's freaking Dame Edna. Mm-hmm. I totally blew my mind that that was Dame Edna of all people playing the, the playing the, uh, the Goblin King. Once you see that, it's totally her. And it's freaking amazing.
2: Oh, yeah. I did look at the cast. Yes. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, what? I saw the
0: name and I saw the picture. <laughs> like, what? The, wh- why are they using Dave Edna's picture for this? And I looked like, holy shit. And then I'm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's got her eyes and everything. It's mm-hmm. freaking amazing. I love that. And yeah. then and then again, it totally makes sense. You've got this Australian. Uh,
2: bad, guy bad guy or whatever. Yeah. Villain. Yeah. 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 Uh, Back to the, the dwarf kings' jewels. That yeah. really was Burlesque moment for me. I was like, oh,
1: look at that, <laughs> Get the
2: Burlesque know, right? costume going. Oh, it's totally a Burlesque costume. And the Arkinstone is gorgeous when they
1: find oh, that so in that scene. Pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: so pretty.
0: The pretty. Arken, the, Arken, the Arkenstone is a hard word for me to say. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, was so, I knew you'd be able to, to appreciate that, so I wanted to bring it up because oh, oh yeah. yeah, the the things. And if you you really should look up, and I'm sure there's. Um, uh, websites that probably even on Facebook do the dwarves from the Hobbit. I, I've it's seen I've seen film ga- I've seen picture galleries of each individual one and they're just so intricate that you don't even notice it because it just goes by in a blur. Yeah. They're all How running around in the kitchen are. and mm-hmm.
2: the pantry and stuff, kicking all the food. Yeah, there's, there's one that I noticed today when I was kind of rewatching the beginning, um and he was like black and white, a little bit skunky. Mm-hmm. I mean maybe I think it was horizontal. And so I, I noticed that he stood out, and I don't remember which one he was. But.
0: The big fat one I always thought was hilarious because he's just so round. He's just a little <laughs> ball. He looks like a looks like a fat fryer mm-hmm. from modern. He, he he was one of my favorites. I, I wanted to see more of him, but the, I, I highly recommend uh, if you're listening to this too. And I'm gonna I'm gonna jot this down. I say this on every episode, and half the crap I never remember to put on. But the dwarf, there's a dwarf picture gallery, and I've seen it several times. Um, and it is freaking amazing.
2: My favorite one is the first one that shows up on his doorstep, Dwalin. Um, he's like half bald on top, mm-hmm. really long hair. And
0: That's the white haired one, right? He can... No,
2: he's got brown hair in the Dwalin. movie. Yeah. He's like one of the taller ones. Okay. Um, He's the first one that shows up on his doorstep um, and starts raiding the the fridge or the pantry the
0: pantry (laughs) yeah just because Gandalf told me it was going to be a feast so they all okay cool (laughs) Here we are showing up
2: yeah uh, he's mm-hmm. my favorite one. I don't really know why. He just kind of seems like more polite, knows his way around the kitchen, <laughs> happy to do the dishes. <laughs>
0: he's a good person, Yeah. And I think we could all <laughs> much nicer than Bilbo for sure. <laughs>
2: yeah, and Thorin is kind of like he's kind of a jerk too. You know, he Thorin. Comes in, is, I don't like you. A, yeah. I mean,
0: you? he's he's a badass, but he's right. he's. Yeah, he's he is kind of a jerk, and he's a jerk to Bilbo. But again, though, like he,
1: <laughs> he has he to.
0: has to, and he has re- a reason to. Yes, every reason to, and that speaks to I think how much depth they put into that particular yeah. character, uh, and just the backstory of how he got Oaken Shield. Mm-hmm. because he used a piece of wood as a shield oh, battling right. a goblin. Yeah. Like, how rad is that? <laughs> um, yeah. Or no, battling a, the orc. Um, oh,
2: yeah, the white orc or what was he? Yeah, the white orc.
0: So, yeah. I don't know. I can't remember his name, but yeah, that he cuts his arm off because he's using a piece of
1: like,
2: like, like Later on, it shows him and he's got like a fork for a hand. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little <laughs> fork <in him. laughs> His face is all scratched. He scratched himself in the night <laughs> when he's sleeping. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I made that up. The interactions
0: in this... Um, to me, as we talk in a kind of there are a lot of elements that I think are a little bit more I want to say not realistic, not authentic, but just more grounded in or maybe a reality. Like in the Lord of the Rings, they're very that old timey uh they you know, they talk like they're from Asgard a lot. Um but with this, just I, I I I love the candor that they have between the dwarves and Bilbo and Thorin and I didn't even want you here and just how yeah. wormy he is. He's trying to get out of this, even though he's wanting to go, but he's second guessing himself the whole time. Right. I love the candor that he has there, or when Thorin's talking with. Uh, it's very like it's very procedural, and uh, it, seem, it seems in Lord of the Rings compared to this. Like you don't really see when they like. Argue or disagree in Lord of the Rings, it's more like, well, he is the leader, we're going to follow him. But when Thorin and Gandalf are talking in this and they're fighting, and Gandalf storms off, I'm going to go find a a company Mm -hmm. myself. (laughs) That was great.
2: (laughs) And he literally storms when he gets mad. He does, he He just storms and storms. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And this. There, there is more of just a, a, a realistic candor that I'm not saying that I'm not saying anything negative about the Lord of the Rings in that respect, but just right. comparing the two because you kind of have to. Yeah. And and that's probably a detriment to the, the Hobbit to begin with is there's nothing they could do. I don't think that they would have been able to ever top the Lord of the Rings unless, cause you yeah. can't really.
2: You've got a good point there.
0: You can't like, how could you, you can't redo that and be just as good, especially with, going in everybody kind of knows you're doing this for you know you know these six money. books or whatever yeah yeah you're doing <laughs> a 10-hour movie that was an afternoon's reading well, you know, a day or two's reading if you're an avid reader yeah that would take me a, a decade to get through but i'm a slow reader so yeah
2: i have a hard time reading too um i kind of have to go back and reread go back and reread mm-hmm. um May I see that real quick? Yeah. There's a gift for you in there. Uh, oh. Some some fan art. And so you can go, go oh. ahead and open it up. Oh. But uh, <laughs> I don't even know. You know, want to how open we were this. talking about how you were saying like we were we read the book in mm-hmm. elementary school mm-hmm. and it was boring and everybody's like, Oh God, you know, the Lord of the Rings is so much better. So it makes sense, you know, why they did The Lord of the Rings first. Because um, we probably all would have been like, rrr, rrr, rrr. I don't <laughs> oh, boy, think I a can Hobbit handle movie? <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> no one would have gone to see it. Yeah, this does
0: look a lot more meteor than I imagined it would be, though. I mean, this is
3: a lot of no, words. I no, don't, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I don't think it needed to be three movies. I actually think it probably. I think people would have been more interested in seeing. I mean, it made a billion dollars, so it's not like people weren't interested in seeing this movie. Um, but uh, I think people would have like just been more excited about it if it would have just been the one, because then it would have acted more as like just like a a quick one off, yeah. rather mm-hmm. than like. Uh, another slog that we kinda of have to get through. Yeah, plus two, that... it like I think people think of like the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Right. And that you know, people aren't don't love those movies.
2: Exactly. Um,
3: this is very much prequel trilogy yeah yeah
0: like mm-hmm. this is for sure
2: yeah i think that's what i was kind of obviously yeah even because more use of cgi
0: so. you know what yeah. i mean like yeah, yeah that was yeah. their main ingredient was uh more orcs because there's <laughs> yeah. tons of them especially in the second and third movie there's just hundreds on screen yeah at the same time
2: <laughs> in but, reality there's only like six They just like duplicated yeah, them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah i love the five five chapter seven queer lodgings that's like the best burlesque show
2: I'll <laughs> <laughs> ever queer Logics. Oh my watch for it soon. Yeah, well,
0: queer <laughs> <laughs> a drag and burlesque show, Queer Logics.
2: hosted uh, by Gollum.
3: You could tell where our background is, isn't it? <laughs> um, is this your, both of yours, favorite of the Hobbit trilogy? Is it this one?
0: I only, uh, Okay. A minute. Uh, I've seen the three the first time, and this is the f- first one I've rewatched. So oh. I don't say I have a favorite, but after watching this, this will probably be the one that I go back to and rewatch again if I'm in the mood to watch a Hobbit type of story, because even though it ends on a cliffhanger, it's still a pretty satisfying story. It's hmm. not as if you had no idea. Uh, if you had seen Lord of the Rings, you could almost end on The Hobbit, because it sets up why Gollum remembers the Baggins name, why you know why he's so angry. Uh, it almost ends on a joke, so to speak, because <laughs> uh, they're all standing there on a. I mean, it's kind of. He, they're all standing on a cliff. It's like, you know what? I, I'm hopeful for the future, and I think the worst is behind us. <laughs> and that right. is before the dragon. That is before right. the army, uh, the Battle of the Five Armies. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can almost it, – it's a good – It's how can I say this? It's, it is very much like the Phantom Menace-esque because it tells a story, it sets up characters, and you don't even necessarily need to continue – you just know that Bilbo makes it out okay, Gandalf makes it out okay, um, the other ones you never see again. So, I don't know. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? What do you think? Yeah. Are, are You're familiar with the prequel, Star Wars prequels. I'm, some familiar. People are. I'm
2: familiar. I'm um, familiar. Okay. I think I've seen them. Yeah, I think I've seen them. Is this the one with Jar Jar Banks or whatever? Mm-hmm. Those ones? Yeah, yeah, that, that was our, our, first, our first
0: episode was Phantom Menace. And. That's the most Jar Jar heavy
3: one. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's not – yeah, he's
0: they, – they pushed him aside for the second and third one. Yeah, it's like, ah, complained. never mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, but – because to me, like, that was the the, the whole, like – this. that's why I wanted to do this show. Mm-hmm. Because I really enjoyed The Phantom Menace a lot. And so that's kind of was one of the things that prompted doing a show like this. Cool. To watch these movies that people don't really like. It's like, well, wait, wait a second. There is some good There's stuff There's some here. good stuff, yeah. And so – this does fit almost exactly in that same vibe like it's really cool um the only thing this is lacking is some of the main character and I'm not spoiling something that's almost 10 years old which I didn't realize I realized, yeah this is i know getting close to 10 years old now um dang yeah Ew. what this <laughs> one need the only thing this one needed i think was a death it in needed it needed a death um cuz i know that some of the dwarves don't make it uh, through yeah, the but trilogy, but and if they're gonna like play, you know, fast and loose with their narrative, it needed something. One of these dwarves
3: needed to go away. Right. Something. I mean, honestly, with thirteen of them, you could have wiped <laughs> out half of them. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you still and would you have do. had a Snow White situation. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you... <laughs> I, I think is the magic it's number seven, of dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, Disney figured that out in the '30s. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Jackson. Oh, <together>.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that this is one that I'll um, go back and watch. You know, on the a rainy other two day. Are,
0: yeah, but this, I, I yeah, they, literally like that's only narratively speaking. I think that it needs was maybe a death, and it would be a perfectly encompassing movie, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, so. no, I think that's a. There's that's a lot great of people opinion. out there that
0: love Tolkien. They love um, uh, my friend who who's in the Treasure Valley Avengers. He's going to be on. I haven't asked him this yet, so if you're listening to this, Nick, I'm going to ask you to be on the show when we do this, because I'm going to do the other two parts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the the desolation of Smaug and, oh, and the five armies and the battle of the five armies. <laughs> uh, this this guy he dresses up he dresses up like Tolkien. He dressed up as like he, he does like Lord of the Rings cosplay. Cool. They redid they reshowed one or two of them in the theater about like a month ago. And he showed up dressed as Legolas and went and saw him. And nice. I would not be surprised if he was like one of probably half a dozen people that probably went. Also, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, he also went and saw the Tolkien movie that they made like a couple months ago. So there's people out there that love this stuff, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's brilliant. But I I I guess we have the benefit of not being like in love with the the canon and the backstory and all that stuff to see it for what it is it's great. Right. It's 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 a cool it's a cool movie.
1: Yeah and And it doesn't
0: have you know and that's I think that's the best way to enjoy this and I think that's the best way to enjoy the Star Wars prequels is they're just movies. Yeah.
2: And it's and you get in some of the backstory, you're getting some of the Mm -hmm. other people that
0: like you said and telling a good story telling Mm -hmm. something like oh okay so i know bilbo from lord of the rings because all i know from the story is what i've seen on movies just like all i know of star wars is what i've seen in the movies and all i know of of comic books in general is what i've seen in marvel and dc movies i don't i don't read comic books but Mm -hmm. here i am a member of superhero cause a cosplay group and i play thor in this group and awesome. like uh, yeah i have no idea the backstory of like okay i remember in the second movie like that's right. as far as it goes
2: right i love the thor I love the thor movie oh, but i thor don't really know thor. much else yeah either.
0: i no idea than what from what they showed me right so and i loved and i loved thor ragnarok that's my yeah, favorite out of it the was three. funny oh it's so funny <laughs> um i've talked about it before and i'm going to talk about it again because it's my favorite thing i think that uh Thor Ragnarok benefited heavily from the Guardians of the Galaxy, um, rub so to speak. Because uh-huh. if you remember, did you have you seen a lot of the Marvel movies?
2: Um, I've seen probably a good, a a good, good amount. enough to have yeah. seen them. Right, I could kind of get what you're talking about. But. Yeah,
0: they were boring slogs after a while. <laughs> they really were. I mean, the Age of Ultron and Thor: The Dark World, and you now everybody loves Captain America: The Civil or uh, not the not the civil war but the uh, the winter soldier. Yeah, um, I haven't like seen any all Captain these America movies. Oh, there are some good ones in there. The first Avenger was amazing. Um but there's just some really boring slogs of movies there for a while in mm-hmm. that phase 2. Yeah. But then Guardians of the Galaxy came out and you know I we can love we Guardians can have fun. Yeah. It's it showed them that you know if you have fun you don't have to be sour and just dire and dark. Yeah. Have some fun. Don't you know that's the what the the DC Batman Superman movies suffer from is like none of those people look like they're having fun. They're, you're playing Batman and Superman. You should have a big ass shit even grin on your face the whole time but enjoying yourself. <laughs> so you get Thor Ragnarok because Guardians of the Galaxy did such a good job of like yeah we're gonna listen to some rock music and have fun and kick ass. And yeah, and not name call too each serious. other and constantly
2: yeah. argue at be inappropriate real. moments. Yeah. yeah, be
0: real with each other and. <laughs> Tuh. Yeah, and shoot the the Hobbit. Like, there's there's a lot of brevity in in this one for sure. Mm-hmm. I think there's 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 humor. There's and I I love that I love that. I'm going to go talk to somebody's a little bit more agreeable or something like that and myself <laughs> 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 when they're fighting. And I yeah. also do like some of the moments too. There 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 even is some of those those moments of of of. Like heroicness, like like heroic lines that kind of go get some more weight to it. And when he finds Sting the sword, Mm -hmm. the little sword, and he's like, "I'm not gonna carry a sword. I'm not. I can't take somebody's life." And he's like, "A sword's not always to take a life. It's to save one." And like, "I'll be damned." And then he does that very thing later on with Gollum. He has a chance to just. Into this poor miserable soul's life, and he doesn't. Yeah, he takes pity. He does take pity on him. Now, granted, okay, so just because you decided not to kill somebody doesn't make you a hero. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if that was the case, then now I'm a hero because I decided not to kill someone today. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but yeah, there there is. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I really like Bilbo because. To me, it is a little bit more of, I see a lot of, of, I guess, a a personal story or just like, I'm not a good person. I'm not like the best person. Nobody really is the best person. And to to say, oh, I'm so virtuous like Samuel. get over yourself. Right. No one's that virtuous. You know, if given the opportunity, half of us would say, yeah, I'm going to steal this ring that gives me powers from a creature that tried to kill me. And laugh about it, of course. Um, Yeah, if you want me to go on an adventure, yeah, I'm going to be bummed if I don't go, but I'm going to bitch about it the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And my feelings would be hurt if you badmouth me. I'm not, you know, he doesn't hold his head up and do this because of some sort of moral high ground. He does it because what the hell else am I going to do? And I think that's just a lot of things that we could do. (laughs) Uh, What the hell else am I going to do? Exactly. (laughs) He's not on a quest or anything. I mean, he's here to help these guys, but just he's more in it for, I have no stake in this, you know. Because that's the one thing that I couldn't grasp from, like what was in it for Bilbo other than Gandalf wanted him to go. And
2: I think it was just the adventure, like the sense of adventure that he would always talk about as a youth you mm-hmm. know in, in, he kind of lost that when he got older yeah because he yeah. makes a comment he's like why in the hell do you care so much about your mom's doilies and her dishes anymore mm-hmm. you know and he's like I don't know you know just turned it into an old man I guess wants to be comfortable at home and Gandalf's uh, like no again. we really need you you're the right size yeah. to be this burglar
0: mm-hmm. Well, again, though, I can think, yeah, I don't break my dishes. Like should, yeah.
2: should cost money. I <laughs> That's mean, my good doily. how do you keep that, all that food? Good. That is a have lot of a food, lot? yeah.
0: Just to be a bachelor to live by himself, totally. like, holy smokes!
2: I guess they eat seven times a day. Yeah, it's they like do. Seven they, meals or they do eat ten. a lot,
0: but my family eats seven, I th- <laughs> seven I'm times like, a day. I do that day. And and we don't terrible. have that much, Yeah. Actually, yeah, <laughs> but I
2: still have stuff in the fridge that I can't get to. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: good. I know. I like. Okay, reset. <laughs> Well, you
2: should uh, feel free to open up your fan art and narrate it.
0: (laughs) I am going. So, all right. We can put this in a book and I don't know what this is, but I'm going to look at it. It's also for Carissa, too. It is. Okay. For our podcast, Carissa and Joey. Oh, this is great.
2: I did that today.
0: Oh, this is wonderful. This is like the best Lord of the Rings map ever. The Lonely Mountain. <laughs> new breed of dragon Triceratops. Uh, Triceratops. Chameleon. River. <laughs> River <laughs> yeah, I was River. like, what the hell is that river's name? Oh, this is uh, the Fangorn Forest and... Is that Gandalf or is that a, uh, or is that Radagast?
2: Uh, that's Gandalf. And if you he's, look oh, there, he's got his robe oh, open. Oh,
0: I know. <laughs> we got some wizard penis. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Oh my gosh, Lillian, this is amazing. This is going in a frame. Uh, yeah. There oh, you go. this is this is wonderful. Oh, this is a treasure. It's mostly
2: beard is what Gandalf well, you would has. <laughs> this is the second beard. The second <laughs> <laughs> Needs another hat. <laughs> <laughs> a little hat for his wizard
1: penis.
2: He's got his nipples. You Let me see, see that thing. Yes. Yeah, this is this is
0: this is wonderful. And that even, is even fantastic. The corner is so burnt. <laughs> I love the research you did is to watch the cone episode. Oh Lillian, thank yeah. you so much yeah, for that. That is welcome. a treasure. That is an absolute treasure. Oh my gosh! And I did think that that was Radagast because Radagast in this film is freaking nuts. He's and my he favorite. Is, oh, he is great. Yeah. Holy smokes, That's Radagast awesome. is Radagast the Brown. <laughs> who is a joke amongst the five wizards that exist
1: yeah
2: he's a good wizard for what he's into or whatever it was
0: he is the most harry potter type of wizard that i could imagine like yeah you would fit right in at hogsmeade yeah complete with bird shit down the side of his face the whole time which is like (laughs) as a parent i'm like just wipe that shit out what the hell but he loves it (laughs) yeah and (laughs) I love that. Yeah, he's Gandalf, of all people. It's like, yeah, he's kind of peculiar, and he enjoys the company of of animals. Yeah, he does. Um, (laughs) Oh, my gosh, though. Radagast, the way he's presented in the film is absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah. So good.
0: A really good character. He's spending his time helping animals, and... Like there's one, there's a hedgehog that's dying. And he's doing his best to try to save him, and he's stumbling on. That's when he stumbles upon. Wait a second, this is some dark magic mm-hmm. that's killing these hedgehogs and all these animals and stuff. Holy smokes, so good and so well. Like he he was really uh um uh, spoke to me too because we do animal rescue. My house. um We do. We have squirrels. Last year we had sixteen squirrels in our house. Wow. Yeah, and in a bunch of different cages. Uh, Right now we have two.
2: So this makes sense. The bird shit going down the head and your kid connection. "Uh, Okay. Yeah. Like well, just just
0: (laughs) just get some (laughs) crap on them anyway. Get that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. The the, so for him to take care of the animals, um Mm -hmm. and I don't want I don't want to like bring the mood down, but like when the hedgehog dies. Right. Um. I've seen that right. in person and it's terrible. I've yeah. seen that happen with a squirrel. And then to see him come back I was like, oh, thank God, because right. like, that was just a little hit too too close to home. But oh, yeah, so good. And then the bunny sled. Yeah. Holy crap. The bunny sled is freaking amazing because we have so those two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Because um, we have bunnies at the house. We have four I of these love damn things in. Oh, yeah, rabbits are freaking amazing. And the, the bunny sled. It's just so cool, and they do how, outrun the. They do. the orcs yeah, they or do. whatever. Yeah, it is. the orcs is like you can't. You, know, you have bunnies. You're gonna unr Like uh, they, they can try <laughs> to catch me. me. Yeah, or yeah, watch yeah, me or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I love the little rabbits up on its hind legs, just thumping, getting ready to go. It's like, oh yes, these rabbits are freaking rad, and yeah. how fast they they move. And, and yeah, that that's uh, again, you wouldn't, you don't get characters that borderline cartoonish in the Lord of the Rings. You really don't. Yeah. Everything is just amped up to 11 with Radagast and the dwarves and even the even the elves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Definitely. He comes in with a freaking 18 point gigantic elk that he yeah. rides. It's yeah. huge. Just the most just extra thing I've ever seen and it's just so good. It's so rad-
2: Yeah, and the elves—they're so like stoic, you know. They are very stoic. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. A whole lot of, Mm -hmm. I mean, animated or anything. And so Radagast is definitely like Mm -hmm. a really fun character.
0: A huge, yeah, huge contrast to the the stodginess that can you can find in some of the Lord of the Rings stories. Yeah, Um, and 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 parts of the Hobbit too. But even even though even still, there's brevity to. That the, those four characters interacting when they were talking about the, it's a sword or a weapon that Radagast found, that that Gandalf brought to.
2: He does he give it to Bilbo? The, is it Sting? No, that's not Sting. It's okay. a different
0: thing that he gives to uh, um, when he brings it to Kate Blanchett's character and when it's when it's Christopher uh, Lee, right? I don't know. We love these movies, and we don't even know their name. Elrond. I was like, in Saruman, and out. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I watched it like out. five times this week. Okay, so, so I, I will be honest. At least you watched it. I've had people sit here and say, like, hey, I saw it when I was a kid.
2: And then they want to talk about it. That's it. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's actually my favorite part. It's like to catch somebody I was like, hey, come on now. I
2: mean... <laughs> oh. Um,
0: I'm not going to name names, so just go. go just, I will. Just, you know. just go listen to the Flintstones episode. I'm put them on blast. I'm going to put you on blast, Heather Harrison.
1: You're living on the edge. Yeah, you are. I'm all like,
2: I didn't take enough notes. And I brought my book so that I can try and
1: memorize names.
0: Yeah, I, I was asked to be on, on someone's show that does vamp, exclusive vampire movies. And so I pitched to them uh, Gremlins 2. Oh, because fun. there is a vampire in that movie, and it kind of uh, fit their theme. And I've been like, just oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's it's the, the guy. television, yeah, the television host is a vampire, From, so it fits uh, their vampire. The club.
2: monsters, it's Grandpa.
0: It's not Grandpa, it's not? but that's kind of what they're they're going for. But it's not the same actor.
2: Oh, okay, but
0: yeah, I, I, yeah, he, he that's he what they're going. Off, for. Yeah, he totally pulls it off. And um, and like I've been like I've already watched it twice, and I've got a whole bunch of notes ready. Like, so I'm glad though that you did like
2: yeah I do wish I
0: would have want. taken
2: a little more notes on oh, um, just great. some things you but, really great. Thanks. So. <laughs>
0: but yeah even in those uh, interactions there's a little just a little bit more down to earthness to them mm-hmm. um, especially when and I love how uh, Gladriel is able to talk to Gandalf <sighs> while other people are talking that you can totally have another conversation while a conversation is happening yeah. Um, and they they had really good chemistry when she's, you know, whenever you need us, we'll there you to help. And, mm-hmm. um, oh, that was so good. It was just really,
2: when good. I was watching that part, I was like, the bad guy's going to hear you. He's going to hear you. Stop talking. Exactly. Like Sormon's right there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, burr, 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 burr. you just
0: find yourself yelling at the TV, like Kevin from the office. Sormon is right there. <laughs> Why would you be saying this? <laughs> <laughs> but it's still it's still awesome, um, yeah. So we're, we're getting to the magic time. So I want to uh, so the Hobbit. What were some of your final takeaways? I think uh, for you, uh, Miss Stardust.
2: Final takeaways. Yeah, or what
0: were what were your? I mean, was this a joyable experience or
1: was it? Nice? Yeah, so, I think you...
2: for me it really brought back. Um, Again, those the memories of trying to read the book as a fourth grader, <laughs> and just being like, I really want to mm-hmm. hear more about these elves. Why didn't they put more about the elves in here? Mm-hmm. Um, and why can't I keep all these damn dwarves straight? Uh, but it just kind of brings all that back together. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I loved seeing the the painting in his home. That's you know described in this book at the beginning when they're describing Mm -hmm. the hobbit home or whatever um those little details Mm -hmm. um that's something that i really love and i just love high fantasy Mm -hmm. um i it's definitely it's gonna sound weird but you know like uh the elf the rivendell Mm -hmm. place like total version of heaven for me oh you know like beautiful yeah (laughs) but this whole place is you know and that's Mm -hmm. That's where I like to think, you know, if you're going to get to paint a picture of where you get to go, it's definitely somewhere.
0: I would be so happy to have a round Hobbit house. I, I know. would just be this. Oh, I wouldn't want to go anywhere either. I'm going to go down. No way. Look mm-hmm. at this. Yeah,
2: this going to eat this cheese exactly. here. Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, especially how much room he had, even with all those dwarves in his house. It's yeah. a nice, spacious house. It's mm-hmm. great. No, but just the Shire itself is beautiful. Yeah. And it looks amazing in this. And whether it's fake or not, it doesn't matter because it still just is. It puts you in a good mindset. If you go into it with an open mind, it puts you in a really nice mindset. Um, to me, it was really nice to go back, especially when I watched it the first time because when Lord of the Rings came out, I didn't... The only thing I knew about this this world, like this Middle Earth, was what I learned from this play that we did in high school. So Frodo, Samwise, Legolas, all these people. I freaking glad i never heard these names before. Right. But then to see this, and this Gimli and Goim and all these ones. Uh, wonderful. To, to to get a, to a reference of that, mm-hmm. um, and I know it's we, we saw it already in Lord of the Rings, but like the, the guy that did Gollum in our play, totally <laughs> his take <laughs> on Jeez. the Gollum, and we all had we had no idea because no one really, I don't think any of us ever saw the cartoon Hobbit. I, I think I may have seen it when I was a kid. Right. Did you ever see the cartoon you,
2: one? I think I own it. I think okay. it might be in my storage space. I okay. own the VHS okay. on the VHS. Yeah. Awesome. See, that's my problem is I've got all cartoon. these
0: VHS tapes. Like I could do a series just i've got all the movies i will ever need on vhs and i don't have a vcr so i'm yeah. like screwed. i keep looking to try to find one that yeah. reasonably priced and i can't because it's like yeah let's do that movie i don't have it on, i don't have it on <laughs> dvd um but it was really nice to see you know and his take on Gollum was like uh because in the movies he's like is cough, cough, coughing yeah to him, it was a lot more uh, amphibious. It was like Gollum, Gollum.
1: That oh, <laughs> was the, was the sound groggy. that he
0: made. Yeah, like, hello, Bilbo, Gollum, Gollum. <laughs> oh, interesting, yeah. Yeah. So just to to see that in in the two different series is but, Not quite so. so menacing. No, not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he eats a fly off your forehead. <laughs> um,
0: so I we've got a special treat, and this is something that neither one of you guys has ever seen before. <laughs> I love this. more. I have this on a CD in my car right now. <laughs> this is effing amazing. So we're going to uh, wrap up, and then we're going to watch this all thing together. Uh, Lillian Stardust, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, for for doing this. Um, I know that it wasn't um, – I don't know. I just – thank you. I, 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 you. You took time out of your schedule, and, and it's an honor to have you and a t- t- fan fanboy to be like a big fan of yours and to have you here for this little humble show i'm just really thankful for that oh so it's uh
2: you. this has been a great pleasure of mine and i appreciate you um making some adjustments for me Those, that oh, that's nice. absolutely
0: actually i yeah we, we we came in the studio earlier than normal and I, I i don't know i i'm a little bit happy that we're wrapped up so i we're, love uh, yeah I this love is it. great <laughs> so so this is a blessing in disguise but it was it was great. So, Lillian, thank you so much. Yeah, thank and, you. Um, you guys can uh, follow Lillian's uh, Stardust because you have a character page. Are you on? I, yeah. you messaged me through Instagram. So, I know a yeah. lot of people are going that direction from Facebook. So, is yeah. that a better place to follow you? Yeah.
2: Uh, you're going to get maybe some different content on Instagram. Okay. okay. Um, but you can follow me on Facebook or okay. Instagram, cool. Lillian so, Stardust. Lillian Stardust.
0: Mm-hmm. An uh, amazing performer. So thank you so thank much. Thank So And uh, Brett, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank yeah, you, Brett. So, you got um, it. <laughs> so we're what we've got here. This is if you've never seen this before, this is uh, Leonard Nimoy, yes, Mr. Spock, back in the '60s, um, probably late '60s, early '70s. He wrote a song because he was a singer uh, called "The Ballad of Bilbo Baggins." This is one of my favorite songs ever. This is amazing. And if we ever do the Be Kind Rewind live show, oh, sure, shit, I want to sing this. So uh, without further ado, please play the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins.
4: In the middle of the earth, in the land of lives a brave little hobbit whom we all admire with his long wooden pipe. Buzzy woolly toes He lives in a hobbit hole And everybody knows him Bilbo, Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins it's only three feet tall Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins The bravest little hobbit of them all It's peace peace loving folks, you know They're never in a hurry and they take things slow They don't like to travel away from home They just like to eat and be left alone But one day Bilbo was asked to go On a big adventure to the caves below To help some dwarves get back their gold That was stolen by a dragon in the days of old Bilbo Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, only three feet tall Bilbo, Bilbo Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of them all. Well, he fought with the goblins. He battled a troll. He riddled with gollum. A magic ring he stole. He was chased by wolves, lost in the forest, escaped in a barrel from the Elf King's halls. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of them all. the land of shire, that brave little hobbit whom we all admire, just sitting on a treasure of silver and gold, a on his pipe in his hobbit. Ho, oh, oh, Bilbo, Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, he's only three feet tall. Bilbo, Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of all.